I'm not going to make that excuse. Some people make that. Yeah. I chose to do that. So you've got to live with that and move forward. If you're paying this executive 100, 150K, 200K, 250, whatever, 300K plus, yeah. plus they're giving these people, you got to go out there in the field and you got to give me something. Yeah. There's no way that you're going to sit behind a desk and tell me this and you're not out there doing nothing. And luckily, I believe the internet is slowly but surely saving the world because it actually gives voices to people it does. that and they're trying to censor all you know these yeah, different people yeah. it's going to happen for still a certain amount of time but i cannot wait till the day where everything gets just burned down and started from scratch and actually where, where they care about what they're making and not just care about making the money if you follow the rules you'll never get ahead that's just period All right, Paris Jones is back at the table. Back. We got 30 minutes on the clock. Let's get it. You just drove all the way from Detroit on your own, by yourself. By myself, right before I had chemo. Right, you had chemo right before. Right before. And See, just it's went. It's right here, still on me. This is just that reminder, keep that piece on. I love that. I love yeah. that. Here's the thing is that we got 30 minutes and I want to extract as much value from your mindset, your way of business, mm -hmm. um, just, yeah, your mentality across the board in your personal and professional life. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the entertainment industry is going through a, um, a writer's strike yep. and a Screen Actors Guild, SAG-AFTRA uh, strike as well. And, um, you know, it's definitely what I think is a, is a pivotal moment that things need to get recalibrated. Um, but what I don't want to happen is for people to wait until it's over no. to, to then, then they're ready to then move forward. Right. I think this is a, a huge moment in time that people could take advantage. Right. Um, so I, I want to talk about so many things, but we got, we got, now we got 28 minutes 28. and 48 seconds on the clock. Um, let's get it in. So welcome back, man. How you feeling? Man, I feel good. Thank you for yeah. having me back on this amazing platform the rodriguez project here at mastermind media here at mastermind media yes 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 <laughs> and jai behind the scenes jai ma in the building hey guys listen right. to see this Good thing to have grow you back, like this. Boom. thank you thank you for having me back but to see this grow it's amazing thank you uh, for having me back yeah yeah a and lot of great conversations on this at this table a ton a ton and mm -hmm. this is a, a strong conversation right now especially what you just mentioned with this industry and yeah. what's happening like you just mentioned with the strike and yeah you know, this is something that I guess needed to happen. Sure. It's silly that it needed to, I mean, but um, hopefully this gets independence to get out there more. Yeah, yeah. Because um, everybody's just worrying about the studios yeah. and not going out there and just making things happen. Absolutely. And now that there's so many different avenues, and, and listen, we've been uh, at it taking advantage of the, the streaming wars for a minute. Right, yes. the the game was the game before it. Then changed as the streaming wars were happening, which they still are. Everybody's fighting for attention. So, um, so as we were creating our own projects and still are creating our That's own right. projects, and uh, you know, doing yes, we both started as actors. That's right. And I still love acting. Is still one of my favorite things to do. Same. But, but creating, it, yeah, but you but creating <laughs> is and and learning the business side and ensuring that you know that you're ducks are in a row that you are bringing something to the table versus just coming and asking for an opportunity. Yeah. And you're one of the people, and I might've mentioned this the last time you're on when you first came to LA uh, when yeah. I, when I was out here, was it your first, first time in LA after? 
Her um, first time in LA ever? Sorry. No. It was um you know, it came when I was younger, but that didn't really count. You know, yeah. It counted yeah. and you know, but me when you me and your sister came out here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then you came you came back out no, and myself, I always said yeah. You, you did more in like 25 days than I've seen some people do in 25 right. years. So you already had that mentality. Now throw in the fact that diagnosed with multiple myeloma, mm -hmm. which is a blood cancer, yep. and how that's changed your mentality or turned it up even more. So, so what do you think that um, people could, if they could understand how you go about things even before you were diagnosed to now, well, well now how do you push it's forward? As, it's as simple as you just don't know if tomorrow is going to be here. Mm-hmm. That's just number one. Like that, I think that should really trigger everybody. You just don't know if tomorrow is going to be here or not. And then I got a taste of it um, when everything was going good. I'm feeling right. Yeah, doing all the right things, which I thought I was. Felt like I definitely was doing it. Yeah. And then it just changed. Yeah, because you had of a sneeze. Yeah, really, really, literally, literally came down <laughs> to that. Because you are, yeah, you were eating healthy. You were um, working out all the time. Because you did have an unhealthy era of like, you know, when you, when you first had JJ, right? And like mm -hmm. the just oh yeah, you know, yeah. Staying just busy. young and having a kid and mm -hmm. late night eating. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. doing all that stuff. Gained a ton of weight, and then of course was yeah. Was that something that that's why you you finally flipped that switch to your healthy era? Yeah, I would say then. Yeah, when was that time? You know, it was just like because I was trying to really get really back into the film side, mm -hmm. so doing you know the acting and stuff like that. So you had to get because I was doing screen more ready. Bit. Yeah, had to get screen ready. Um, but yeah, just went full throttle in that, and then health became a big big thing. Yeah. So I just said, okay, this is. I'm going to move forward with it. Yeah. And I used to make fun of you, still do, um, <laughs> when you're ordering at the, you know, wherever you are. Well, everybody being, does. Yeah. Super specific about what yeah. kind of oils are you guys using? What are you cooking mm -hmm. with? Can I have this? No sauce, no dressing, et cetera, et cetera. And, yeah. I, and, and the reason I bring up the health era, number one, to see when you flip that switch, but my whole journey of eating like shit my whole life right. because I had a fast metabolism right. and on the outside I looked okay, but inside, inside you after you do that for 35 years, you're like, you know, it's going to catch up. Yeah. And it, and it did. And that's, and that's when I had to flip the switch. So now, you know, I, I'm not even eating anything <laughs> other than what I'm cooking at the house because I need amazing to, by yeah. the way. Listen, this guy, man. He just chefs up some amazing, clean quality food to really get your day going strong. Yeah, man, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah you got it, man. Well, that was good. I was, uh, well, Jai, who was, who was uh, producing the pod, she, she would always cook and she's amazing, amazing cook. I won't even call you a cook, I'll say you're a chef. Uh, <laughs> wow. Stop. <You're, laughs> I'm going to get an apron now. No, but yeah. But now, so then, but I never thought I could fit it in my life. And then I realized after I had to, because my health was suffering so much, my psoriasis is out of control. Right. I really started prioritizing my sleep. Then I started cooking. And now I realized, wait, this is way easier than I thought. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving so much money by, you know, now I just added like a routine every three days trip to the grocery store. But I it's quicker than ordering Uber Eats. I'm like, you know, it's just a whole Which thing. Which before you didn't even, the argument was... Oh, I need something right now. Uber Eats is going to be it's, quick, which yeah. it yes. takes the literal same it's amount of time, of time, if maybe less. even less time. Yeah, I think even less. But it was my mentality of I could just go order the same thing at Chipotle, go back to work, and right. then and it, and it, and it shows up. And for some up. people, it does. That is the the way. Some people just don't want to be in the kitchen. They don't want to do that. And ordering something is faster for them. Yeah. You know. But when you have that mindset of like, you know what, 
I know what I'm putting in my food. I need I need to know everything. <laughs> I know but also the sneaky like oils. The, <laughs> you could right. also argue that you can order healthy food. You just have to be very intentional yeah. about what you're ordering. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's yeah. always more expensive. That it way is. Too. Yeah, that's Way what's so crazy. Why? Why? If I want gluten free something, I gotta pay three dollars extra. Because it's it's, it's, it's crazy. A, it's a, you want to be healthy, but that's okay. and that's the mindset. What I tell people: if mm-hmm. you have to eat healthy, it's more expensive mm-hmm. and trash. It's in your face. When you have, you, you can get an eight piece for one ninety nine. But that should say something. But it do, it's like. The fact of like, it's oh, convenience it's convenient, and, yeah. it's quick, and it tastes so good. And it tastes and, but so to, good. But if you just sit back and just think about like, wow, this is one ninety nine. I wonder why. That should spark your mindset yeah. to be like, I shouldn't be eating this. The, the whole system needs to be overthrown and start. Literally every single <laughs> yes, person that's yes. been poisoning us from the start, right. literally them and their whole families from the past that have been working in this business yes. should be put away and never be able to to do this again. It's literally it's the fact that there's so many foods on the shelves in American grocery stores that are illegal in Europe. Yeah. And the fact that they're not being taken down from the get shows you how corrupt this whole thing is the fact it's that they, they get you on this side, so then you're unhealthy, and they get you on that flip side wow. so they can make money ba- based on what the, the different prescriptions you're taking. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous, and luckily, I believe the internet is slowly but surely saving the world because it actually gives voices to people. It does. That, and they're trying to censor all you know these yeah, different people. Yeah. It's going to happen f- for still a certain amount of time, but I cannot wait till the day where everything gets just burned down and started from scratch and actually where, where they care about what they're making and not just care about making the money. No, for sure. And that leads us into... Fucking bullshit. It is. It's trash. Let's just move to Europe. That, Let's just move right now. And that leads us into <laughs> with yeah. this film stuff. Same mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, take, me, take me there. <laughs> He said, "What's on your mind?" No, I mean, with, just with everything that's going on, what they put out there, and think that people want to see, and mm-hmm. you know, some of these stories which are just redone and over and over, forcing you to like certain things. It's with the music too. Yeah, it started with. I mean, the music industry, same thing. But with this film, you know, the film stuff, and then, like I said, what what, what we just talked about, what's happening right now. Yeah, which hopefully this is a good thing for the independents to say. You know what? They feel like they're not getting there what they deserve. Yeah. They just do. So hopefully now people will come together. You still have some people that are just like, no, the union. And there's some people yeah. that are getting a ton of work and they made tons of money. So they're just going to be union, union, and oh my gosh, or whatever. But then there's people that don't hardly even work like that and still out there and still trying to pitch and them telling you no and this. It's to the point where we both been through it. We are pitching stuff that we know is undeniable and hot. And you have some weasel executive saying, oh, no, this uh, this doesn't work, or trying to give you a note. And then I'm just like, how are you going to, you know, when it comes down to it, <laughs> He's I'm a getting... weasel executive. No, I'm being You're honest. You're the creative. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Like, there for business. Right, mm-hmm. and he's getting hired as the creative executive, though. It's on his title or her title. Mm-hmm. And they coming back telling me, oh, this isn't hot or this is not good and trying to give me a note. And it's like, what have you produced? And that's lame. Yeah. That's Show me what you've done. Down. And it's not 
It's not show me the classes and the courses you took no. at college. Let me see your taste or buds. the statistics. Really, Facts. it's mm-hmm. not about yes. the number. I mean, it, it, in reality, they're valuing the numbers over the creative. Yeah, and don't want to try something new because this is what the statistics say. For them. Yeah, because it ma- makes them money. It's guaranteed money. Exactly. But, but it's not. No, it's not right. But from music, I'm going back to the. I'll go to the music because, just like what Master P did and Cash Money did and Jay Z, but Master P. You know, his music, they, you know, felt that it wasn't great, you know, because the, the sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. He literally was selling stuff out of his trunk. Put out the music. Let the people. If, if they're all denying you, he puts out the music. They're buying it and stuff like that. Then they come after him and say, hey, listen, we want to work. So now he can control what's happening now. All right, yeah. I'm getting 85%. I need a distributor to put it on the platform. Yep. So you guys mm-hmm. just get the 15 and with the films, I think it's already been happening. It's it's happening right now. A ton of independent filmmakers. I think, we, you know, from what we're doing, we're late to the party as far as that. But now it's just tough because with these, like I said, these executives are crushing people's dreams on what they're doing. People that have been pitching for years, nothing has come about it. And they just don't know the really the, the independent route. And then they're done. But if they don't, but then you have the people that, are just straight up hustlers, animals that are like, okay, you guys are saying no to this, and this is a real story. This is what I went through and experienced. I'm gonna go out there and just do it. Of course, it may not, you know, the, I can't have the big locations in the studio stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do it, and then I'm gonna put it out. And then sometimes people fail at doing it, but at least, you know, they try. And then you have the people that those stories, fucking make you know they go crazy yeah which is happening now mm-hmm. you have stuff <clears throat> that is really bad that's out there right now but kind of like what i was just we were talking about um the other day it's like the people that said you know the person that it got turned down by maybe a friend that they told it to and they're like no that's garbage or they pitched it and it didn't work out but if they they went out and they put it out the sound is not great <laughs> The lighting is not good. The acting's terrible, but it made a million dollars. They shot it for twenty five k. Made a million it, on one of these independent streaming yeah. platforms. You still got to go through a distribution company. However, yeah, right? Um, there's a, there's other options other than like the core four streaming platforms. Right, and you can't get you you can get mad. Listen, you can't. This it's a it's a fifty fifty thing, you know. Some people you can get mad at, like, oh, this person did it. Like me, I went to film school. I did, you know, mm-hmm. you know, went to classes, did all that stuff. So I'm gonna look at film a different kind of way. There's people that make film and they're just like they don't care about that, and they put it out and it's doing some good stuff. Yeah, that's where it's just like, all right, you know, as the person. But can you blame them? For for because the person told them no because no this is not a good thing, but they kind of feel like they have a good story and then they put it out and then it just goes crazy. So how can you know how can this how and it goes back to this executive that truly you know feels like no this won't do any good. Yeah, well, and it comes down to what what their certain criteria is, right? Because yeah. it all for for these studios. For the most part, it comes down to mitigating risk. 
How okay? Is this a hot product? Okay, well, what makes it hot? Is it a low low budget, high concept? Okay, cool, we got that. Who's attached? Oh, you don't have anybody attached? We're not interested. Oh, I do have somebody attached. Okay, well, let's look at the story. Oh, it doesn't get right into the story right away based on our um, calculations of how a how a script should go and how soon this should happen or whatever. Like it's just there's a certain box that you have to play in. Yeah, and it and, and they it's trash. And, and they typically only. <laughs> hired the same people over and yeah. over again to direct it or to, you know, new writer. Okay, cool. But we might need to bring another writer on and we're going to go with our ideas. Can you write our thing even though you brought this yeah, project Yeah, it's in? that system. So I, so I get it. And I get it, it too. Like It just comes down to, and I forget, what's the um, the guy that created Star Wars? Uh, George, George Lucas. George Lucas. He said, and I don't know how recent this interview was, but he said, when the studios first started, they hired people from the film, hired, hired yeah. filmmakers from film school to come and be creative because they trusted those creatives and they let them do their jobs at the beginning. That's and then eventually, at some point, they started putting the more um, the the educated instead of the creative people in these positions to only mitigate the risk and run the numbers to give themselves the best opportunity to make money. Right. However, what that turns into is the same formula yeah, a trash. billion times and Garbage. the same reason why you're seeing the sequel yeah, and the, the remake sequels, and the sequel they and the remake. They don't know what's hot. Yeah. That's why I can't have no weasel trash executive tell me anything. Yeah. And I'm out here shooting, creating content and putting it out yeah. and selling it. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, get rid of these executives. Get rid of these... Silly people that are because that's where this all this trash money is going. Mm -hmm. You know, all that money that they're taking away from actors, they're giving to these executives and these DPs and stuff like that. Give it back to them. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of and people the feel the same way. Yeah, Roberta actually just did a. She's one of our clients. She just did a video about like AI. keep the writers writing, keep the creatives creating, and like lower these executives power of power, what to choose period. because if you're going to use AI, here's a, sh this is her point of view, right? If you're going to use AI, use it to green light projects, use it to yeah. the executive jobs versus yeah, executives. Exactly. Like I decision said, makers. If it's this executive, they should be out there producing the project. If you're going to give me these notes and you doing this, that's how you, you can be on the literally. And that's how, help. Yeah. Exactly. Get those 10,000 hours. Yeah, get if you're mm -hmm. paying this executive 100 150k, 200k, 250 whatever, 300k plus. Yeah. plus. They're giving these people, you got to go out there in the field and you got to give me something. Yeah. There's no way that you're going to sit behind a desk and tell me this and you're not out there doing nothing? Mm -hmm. You kidding me? That's trash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fire them. Get a a real creative exec that can actually give somebody notes, find you content, mm -hmm. and, and go out the there and, and and go out there and produce it. Yeah, that's a creative executive. That's a real creative exec, not the silly. Just like a creative junk. director. Yeah. Right. Creative directors they direct every single part of the creative process, but they're not the ones. They're not the ones just standing by, being like making decisions mm -hmm. for no reason. They're putting the right people in place. They're trusting right. people to use their creatives for their project. All right, all of these, mm. they're so. If and I'm telling you, they'll uh, they'll they'll save billions. Mm -hmm. One place mm -hmm. can save mm -hmm. 
almost a billion dollars based off of all of these executives they have in there. Creative exec, just like get out of here with that. Yeah, because in my my point of view from this the whole thing, and I know they're saying like the CEO is making this much money or what have you, and like Bob Iger, who is the CEO of Disney, and left and they came back. But um, I'm, I'm a big fan of him him as an entrepreneur, and yeah. um, you know I think he makes 59 million a year, something like that, 58 million or whatever. A lot of the money even comes from the different um, the other things that he does, and he saved Disney like. 17 years ago when they were right. it was a troubling time so um i don't think it's as easy as like oh it's the ceos making too much money or what have you i think yes we, everything could be looked at but what happened in my point of view is streaming came out it came from like dvds right. and then like the different kind of like netflix changing the game in the game and then streaming happening and and then the internet happening so they didn't think they had to pay the actors the same the same um rate of pay but also residuals and all that kind of stuff because there were new streaming platforms or new platforms right. so the internet changed the, the world initially and i remember you would get like oh a commercial audition for cable and it would be like oh yeah you could it's this rate but then you also can make 50 100 depending on how many times it performs or gets renewed but then if it's something on internet it's like oh it's like a 500 buyout and it was like oh because they weren't valuing right, internet first but then the internet became the leader and the streamers became the leaders so now is the time to recalibrate and of course they're going to go like the the SAG and the Writers Guild are going to go way this way, and then the um, the streamers are going to go way this way, and eventually they're going to work and find something and meet in the middle. And this is a pivotal time; it's a necessary time for this. Yeah, they got to just yeah. get rid of the exact. <laughs> so it's, it's still look it. at everything, and yep. then how can you bring the money down, yeah. and how can you bring the money up, and make it so everybody is like working right. collectively, to, you know, to to make the best projects. Yeah, I'm gonna keep saying that they got to get rid of. These executives, mm -hmm. <laughs> plain and simple, like that's just literally that's just bring the creatives in here that are really those writers. They should be having a job, like yeah, yeah. They should be having an executive job, not just in the writers' room. Mm -hmm. Give that person oh, a God, job. The writers get treated so horribly. They should get a job. They should be the creative exec there because mm -hmm. they they actually have a relationship with the DPs. They can literally. You know, do they can hire their producer that they want on board and go out there and really produce that thing. Mm -hmm. and, and what are you seeing now? So based on like the independently producing, but also um, and now you've created a distribution company as well. Mm -hmm. And um, now creating several films in like the Midwest and then yeah. and then well, distributing yeah. to these other these, streaming these platforms. platforms. Yeah. And what I'm seeing is, like I said, with I'm seeing filmmakers, the indie filmmakers getting better, better and better. And I'm seeing stuff just that is horrible. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and like I said, I'm. I'm 50-50 on stuff, you know, where, but then, like I said, I, I just go back and forth because some of these people don't have the means, but they do have a good stories, Yeah. but they just don't know how to execute them, and then they put it out, and then, you know, for the most part, I'm like, you know, hey, <laughs> you did it, but it's, it's bad. I wish you would have had, you know, um, just a better team yeah, on board yeah. with it, um, but it's, it's, it's going great. For them, you know, for for all of us right now, like it's really good because we're controlling our own mm -hmm. situation. It's like you know having like our own mini studio. Yeah, you know, getting the people and then the platforms like the Tubi, mm -hmm. like you know Amazon Freebie. Um, there, it's great and Roku, Roku's as well that have the the Abot side, and it's just giving filmmakers, An you know, another opportunity. If someone says your shit sucks most people will take that as like damn i suck and maybe I, I shouldn't do this anymore right 
instead of now being able to pivot and then find a distribution company to do or do an AVOD side of things. Yeah. And um, and it's very become very and lucrative right. for a lot of people. And there's people that think that their stuff is really good. And there's some people that are just a little bit blind. They yeah. really taste think, buds take. Yeah, taste buds. And yeah. I and I say this, you know, and I thank God that He gave me really good taste buds. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I I really feel like it's a it's a take like some people just don't have good taste buds. Yeah, you know, as far as like quality and stuff like that, um, and just recreating. Because like I say, my number one thing is like, how can you watch? When I ask a filmmaker, what's your favorite film or whatever, and they like Goodfellas and or, you know, or like a Pulp Fiction or Color Purple. And then I go see something that they produce and I'm like, you don't see like, how how did you make this? Mm -hmm. But then you look at the stuff that you just told me. I'm like, wow, those taste buds don't really. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't transfer over because, like, and, and listen, yeah, it's like certain. I'm serious, but it's yeah, also like, I do you have the that. okay? And and it's like, we we all we've all made shit. Like, I've made right. some trash, and, and and I see that stuff pop up in Facebook, and I'm like, ooh, I can't believe I thought that was good at the time. Right. But then eventually, you develop your taste buds. You got to be around the right people, not just a bunch of yes men. Yes. So, um, but yeah, and that and that's the thing, and and now based on where technology is. Where you can make something that looks as great a quality yeah. as that inexpensively, but it does take the right team. Get with the right, get with, like, here's the thing, and I just try to tell people, get with people that you feel that, you know, is on that level of what you're doing, or just people that are more experienced and better people. Yeah. Listen, I'm an actor first. I was forced to be a producer. My thing is, is to try to get... The best of the best, man. Yeah. Like, just don't feel the ego. Get all that stuff out of here. Like, just get... Because everybody tries to write, direct it, star in it, and try to, like, do everything. And you can't do that. You got to get your DP that's... Yeah. And it makes your work, transfers your work better. Exactly. It, it represents you in the... I don't know exactly what you mean. Even though I'm not in the film industry, right. I'm in styling and fashion. Right. But it's the same principles it's, when mm-hmm. it comes to creatives and who makes the decisions. But also, how does your work transfer over? If I have, if I have a good concept and the photographer's trash... My work's going to be trash. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to learn how to delegate. You delegate ha- and find the right people. people. That's it. And yeah. just get people that are good in their positions. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, my friend is a good, uh, he can he like. He has this camera. It's like, yeah. cool. Well, okay, cool. Because that, that's the first thing that we do. It's like, okay, let's let's build like the, the sh- like what the shots are going to look like. And then you go find DPs. If, if you're shooting something that's at night and it's a horror film, I'm not hiring a cinematographer that's never shot at night, night. Exactly. and done a horror film. And please, let me say this too, please. Well, allow just it. because, <laughs> just because you own a Black Magic camera, just because you own a Red camera, just because you own an Ari Alexa, doesn't make you a DP. Yeah, it mm. just doesn't. It, it doesn't make you, you know, a cinematographer. You just have a camera. If you don't really know how to work that camera, <laughs> move it. Like I tell people, like I can go and buy our Alexa and go. It doesn't mean that I'm a DP. Yeah. And people are like that. And I under and I understand like and I and I go back to the, you know, people that go like I'm gonna go get that camera and I'm gonna go shoot something. I do get that. But then again, it's just like, you know, you can get a better product if you have someone that knows what they're doing. Do it. Yeah. Like, don't get the same DP for every single project. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Yeah. 
And, and yeah, so I, I think, and as we have like, there, there's this moment in, in time where I've, I've heard that I think they just decided to go back to the table to see if they can work something out. But say that this, this strike ha uh, lasts the rest of the year. If I'm an actor, an aspiring actor, writer, director, producer, what have you, whether you like, you're just starting out all the way to like, maybe you were working a lot. This is an opportunity, yes, to be on the front lines and to get what everybody deserves. I love that. However, when you get home, you have to start building your own projects. You have yeah. to start creating, okay, this is your, I have a story. Okay, you have the next six months that could we could be in a strike still or say five months. That's right. Put the work in to get the writers around you to create your story. Create the lookbook. Create a sizzle trailer. Create different projects that when the floodgates open that you can come and bring to the table and to control so your career. And especially, you have to right now. And especially with a platform like Atubi, that is, they're paying out money. They're, for, you know, for good stuff. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Like, they're doing it. But you have to get with the right people yeah though. yeah because because tubi gets a bad rap from what, what i've heard yeah, and seen from for, people there's a lot of there's a lot of garbage on there or whatever before mm -hmm. but like anything they just started acquiring um like westworld from hbo yeah, right bigger and stuff. like bigger things there's great content on it but yeah. their thing is they want those subscribers they yeah. want people to come on there because you can watch uh lola's uh strip party mm -hmm. <laughs> on yeah. there and then you can watch goodfellas Right, right, as well. It's like, always new stuff. The same night, yeah. And there's the always something new yeah. and always something fresh, and I think that's what people want. That's like, the main complaint from Netflix. Right, it's not it's enough the, for new and fresh, it's or same, it's just trash. It's the same stuff, but it's like, yeah. I would say not like YouTube, but yes, you'll get people that will have all of that content. But something that you'd be like, oh wow, that independent film looks, a, you know, interesting from the cover art. Yeah, and then it's like, oh wow, they they watch it, and, and it might be good. Or it just might be terrible. But that person that watches that, that came on to watch that one, on the next on um, what's up next is gonna Forrest Gump is gonna pop right, up. Right. And that. So they're like, oh wow, Forrest Gump. That's the only place where you can watch super, super indie films and then Hollywood films. Yeah, yeah. That's the only platform. Yeah. And which they've, is and they've changed, phenomenal. They've changed the game, and that's I like know a people, big disruptor yeah. in the in, in the whole game right now, too. Yeah. So and they are like just on top right now, just from that. And that's the thing where it's like, like I said, it's, it could be it could be a gift and a curse for some stuff, you know, because everybody thinks they're a filmmaker. Yeah. And I just say everybody is not filmmakers, just somebody that put together a good story and wanted to shoot something. But people are, everyone is not a filmmaker. When I say that, it's not to put anyone down or whatever. It's just, that's just the real deal. Yeah. Just, it's just, some people are just disrespectful to the art. Mm -hmm. that's what frustrates me you know when you don't have the proper you don't know what the, a gaffer is you don't know what a DIT is you know it, that's just crazy to me yeah yeah and they don't have that on their set some of these people I'm like what are you guys doing yeah. your project will be much better if you have an AD if you have a second AD mm -hmm. you know your gaffer all of that it's gonna make your project so much better but people are like oh, I don't need that and this and so I call those just people that are just hustlers and want to do the, you know, yeah. which I, I, like I said, it is what it is. Everybody has their thing, but I just don't like the whole filmmaker talk and, and, you know, I'm doing, you know, they feel like they're this and they're doing that. And I'm just like, come on, you, you, <laughs> you don't even know the, the proper, you know, positions for a film. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's why I think even taking this time where you're not busy auditioning and stuff, this is the time where you can yes. start putting those together. You can start educating yourself to just really make yourself a well-rounded filmmaker or an individual to, you know, because I think a big reason there's so many actors and they start off as actors because that's what's most visible when they first come on, on, on the scene. Like, okay, I'll be an actor. But then you start seeing the inner <laughs> right. work. And he's like, oh, wait, I could do this. And you're the first person that came to me and you're like, yeah, you got to go in as a producer first when yeah. you're going to Sundance yes. or whatnot. I go in as a producer, then actor. Because yeah. now you're able to bring things to the table versus going just to ask for something. Right, and they respect that. Yeah. And, and like for writers too, like if, if you're a writer, which is great, you know, you, you can write something. You have a really a big tool. Yeah. You know, you know, as a writer yourself, you have a big tool and then either get a producer on, you know, as an act, and then for an actor, if you're an actor and you're like, man, I keep going out for these auditions, I'm not getting anything, hire, go out there and get a good writer. Just do your research. Yeah. Like, oh, this person did this. This person had a film that went to the festival. They did this. They're a good writer. Yeah. Go out there and get a good writer. And th but do the research though. Everybody's yeah. not a good writer, man. It's just people don't know how to format a script, and it's just terrible. Yeah. When I see the stuff and we <laughs> do coverage on things, I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, that they don't know how to format. And then, if like I said, you go get you get you a good writer, <coughs> do the research, and then after that, you have to go and get, you know, get a producer because the producer will get you everything else you need. A good director, you know. An editor, you know, a DP, they'll do that. They'll work that. Just not like, oh, I'm just going to use this person. But some people don't like the Hollywood stuff. They don't yeah. want to play that kind of mm -hmm. game. And it's not a game, though. It's not a Hollywood. It's just making good stuff and just having people that can do it. Like yeah. it, when it, when you If you find a great writer, right, and you're passionate and you've done – the work that you've done so far, maybe you've just been doing the acting or maybe you have a story and you have an outline, you create an outline. The internet is there for the taking. It'll tell you what to do and how to go about exactly. things to then put something in a package or at least get all the ideas out that you have yeah. to be able to go to somebody and say, you're a great writer and you just did this short film or what have you. And I can come to you and say, hey, listen, how much would it be for you to either write exactly. or, or maybe would you want to collaborate on this? Because yep. there's different people at different levels. It's not just like, I don't have the money to go hire a writer. It's like, all right, well, go, go find a hundred writers, yep. put the word on in social media, call, text every single person in your <laughs> they phone. They don't want to do that. Find the fucking writers. <laughs> yes. How do you find it? How, how did you raise this $50,000 to do this short? I've been in the game. game. We've been trying right. to figure out how to do this. You go. You just use all your resources. It's not, I don't know how to find a writer. Okay. Right. We'll spend every single second for the next four days and how, how to find a writer. Exactly. Then reach out to a thousand people and see if you can find a writer. It's not, I just called three people. people. They didn't say no. And that's where you have a lot of those type of people. It's numbers. Because game. they are so used to just, you know. It's not, it didn't just, just happen. Yeah, no, but I don't know any writers. Okay. Right. Go like go to every class, yeah. talk to every single actor you know. And like, it's a guarantee, just like you said, there's somebody that's in your class that will like your story and want to collaborate with you. Yeah. Because you guys are on the come up. Yeah. Who said something about that? Like always uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Yeah. Go with the people. Network ac network across, not up. <laughs> across and not up. Because yeah. they have their people. They're in there. Yeah. Man, you know how many pe people we reached out to and just reaching out and they already have their click in that. Get, get turned down all, all the day. time, right? And it's just at the at the end of the day that I'm just like, listen, this stuff's not even that great. Yeah, 
you know, but I'm playing just the game. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you start rising up. Right. And then you're on the same level right as them. And, and now they're the asking you for things. And you got people too, man. And I, and I got to say this, and I, and I hope, and I'm so, it, you know, everybody peer-wise, somebody's always scared they're going to take their spot, your spot or whatever, though. If I know you, like, oh, Mark, man, I got this, you know, you're an executive at HBO. You just got in. I'm a creative. I got something hot. I'm pitching it to you. And you're just like, ooh, I don't know. I don't want ooh, this is hot. If he comes in here, he might take over. And this happens in more of the black community. Mm. And it's terrible because it could only be one. And it's terrible. Oh, somebody's always scared. Oh, this person's going to come in and swipe up and try to take my position and stuff. like. If you're good, you're good. Yeah. You don't got to worry about, you know. Yeah, once you know, once you've done the work, and you know how dope you are. Yeah, just you be stop do- worrying about it. Stop worrying about that. But uh. my in the black community, they uh, everybody's scared because they just don't have good stuff like that. Yeah, because you know, and I I get it, you know, but I, I it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's like that in the you know the Latin community as well. It can only be one person, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Yeah, but in the it's it's really 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 sad. Yeah. And other people's projects, and they're always worried about, you know, um, in the you know in the black community as well. They're always you know it's always worried about the higher up is trying to keep us down, and it's not. Yeah. All the time, no. It's some. It's the same person that looks like you, that's trying to you know not have you because they need to be the only person there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sad, and they're gonna all get exposed. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, this is like an interesting and uh, much necessary uh, recalibration in the business. There's a lot of um, opportunities for people. And, and listen, I think even to recap, it's like film and TV enter- entertainment business as a whole is is very difficult. If, you, if, if you're weak, <laughs> get yeah, out, get out you. now, get out now. You got to get in. You got to you got to be in it. And not, I got to I'm not going to try to make it in a year or three years. You got to mm-hmm. be in this for the ne- next two to three decades. And and really enjoy Ten the process years in, of building. We, we just started selling stuff. Just started, so it's like so. And and listen, and even from like the studios, like like we get it. We get why mm-hmm. things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that they are. However, with the internet, with these new opportunities of independently producing things and um, being able to have bigger voices based on using the internet or selling to these other streaming platforms, it's like shaking things up. And eventually, things are going to get reorchestrated and then put into place and it's going to be a new business it's going to be a new yeah. game but things things are always going to change you got to be willing to change and, and figure out different ways of getting in or getting through or building a career it can't just be well i've always just auditioned and then got the job and then that, built. It's that's like, not you happening cha- anymore you have and to be I, a business I tell person. people if you follow the rules you will always be behind yeah mm. there's no way you can follow the rules and think you're gonna get ahead that's fucking crazy. I just tell people, and people, and I would say that, be like, oh, so you want to get in trouble? Yeah. You're telling people to get in trouble, you know, watching me telling the kids, like, mm-hmm. Levi, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. follow the rules, and I'm telling them, you better listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's something, you know, on that note, yeah, don't go out there and smack somebody's face and think mm-hmm. you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. But if you follow the rules, you'll never get ahead. That's just period. Got to, yeah. <laughs> rules are meant to be broken. And that's listen, right. understand the rules first. And maybe you're playing in that game for a little bit yeah. to start. But then you got to start breaking rules and know. And then yes. people start seeing you as an independent yeah. thinker, a thought leader. Oh, I love how they did that. I've never seen that before. That's when you start making fans. Um, and as we wrap this up, I want to talk about one final thing. Yeah. Um, 
today we went to the gym. We got to the gym um, <laughs> around 8 a.m. And uh, we get in there and we're doing bench press. That's right. And um, and you said, oh, I got to put my feet up on here because if I put my feet down, it hurts hurts your back. It feels like your spine's going to break because of like, <laughs> right. the multiple myeloma <laughs> yes, and, and everything. But you still find a way to do, do it. it. You don't make Plain excuses. So... <laughs> <laughs> what is this mentality? How can people <laughs> learn from this? And and because we see people all the time, well, I can't do that because of this. I can't do that. Well, and they just don't understand that the power is within them. It's within. And you could have made a nice, easy excuse. Hey, I'm just going to go on the Olympic upstairs. <laughs> right. But I was like, I'm about to do bench press. You want to do it? You're yeah, like, let's yeah, go. let's do it. And instead of doing it, <laughs> yeah, like a certain way, you did it the way that you could do it to still Plain make it happen. It's simple. Yeah, I just think you kind of just have to have it in you. You know, sometimes, but I think some people could, you can get that. It's just, you know, you get around certain people, I think, yeah, yeah. you know, and that would be like, oh man, this person tried that. So let me try that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have people that's like, you know, when you, you know, like paralyzed or whatever, yeah. and you still see them in the gym doing something. I'm like, damn, man, yeah. like, this one guy, like, it's funny though, because this one guy would be in the gym. Listen to me. A button up, slacks and shoes, still in there working out. I don't know this his story. Yeah, 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 know. yeah. But he's, like, it's just like find a way. Oh, you can't have, Yeah, you have. Yeah, you <laughs> of don't course have, he. Does. I don't. It's a weird thing, but I'm like, there's no excuse. This dude's like 55 years old. He has a button up on with khakis and like church shoes, hmm. and he's in there working out. And I'm just like, and you know, you got some people like laughing and making fun. But at the end of the day, when you wipe all that, making fun of him and doing that, let's get that out of the way. You'd be like, yo. That dude, so he, he still he, got it in. He got it in. You don't like to fly. You've only no, flown no, a few times. No, yeah. So you drive. Yeah. You, you find a way. How do I, I find, find a way? A way? Yeah. And I think there's so much to learn from that. No matter what it is or whatever difficulties you're going through, how do I find a way? Find a and, way. And listen, it doesn't mean, like how you said, like some, you know, even when you started going back to the gym, you go just to the sauna for, for a minute. Oh, yeah, because I got to get the mind. I got to get my mindset right. I got to get in there. Yeah, it's like I know if I... Uh, my body's not feeling the best to go upstairs. I'm going in there. I'm going in that steam room. Mm -hmm. I'm going in that sauna. I'm going in the jacuzzi. It makes me feel good. And just like what you just said, as far as like, you know, not flying, I'm going to drive. And I'm just not going to make an excuse. I'm not going to get here and say, oh, man, I'm tired, man. Oh, I just drove all the way here. You know, if you're like, hey, we got, low, there's this event going on with this thing. I'm in, we, let's go. Yeah. I, I Listen, I drove all the way. I, I could be tired. No, I'm not going to make that excuse. Some people make that. Yeah. I chose to do that. So you got to live with that and move forward. Yeah. People play too much. Because it'd be so much easier. Yeah. You could yeah. just be Zooming all the time, not come to LA. Oh, you yeah. Have, you have a premiere this Monday. Yeah. And man. Uh, you could just not come. Of course. It's easy not to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought about it like, oh, you know, because we're going to bring the fam out. We were yeah. going to come out and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. then the team was like, oh, man, we want, you know, we want you to come. And I'm just like, you know what? Listen. You don't know what tomorrow brings. Let's go. I'm going to get it while I'm here. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, love when you're out here, man. And uh, Same. Thank you for always having me, making me feel good. And uh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. This episode was brought to you by Zyko. That's X-Y-K-O dot go. And then X-Y-K-O dot uh, go on, um, on Instagram and all the social media platforms. TRP15 is for 15% off. Um, okay. And then uh, Ink Detroit, same uh, same deal with them. TRP15 
15 for uh, 15% off their entire site as well. Um, check them out, inkdetroit.com and Ink Detroit on all uh, social media platforms. Where can everybody find you, sir? So I am on Instagram, Paris underscore the movie, or you can go to Paris uh, Films on um, IG as well. Absolutely, man. So excited for everything you have going on. Thank you, Big things to come. Yes, sir. And uh, you can find me at Mark Rodriguez TV, and we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.